Lynette Hoffman, and this is Beyond the Table, the podcast that explores some of the most interesting and authentic food that I find, and the stories of the people who create it. Today, I'm getting an introduction to Burmese food. So I'm here in Granville to meet the owner and head chef of the Burman Kitchen. Let me introduce you to Lily Nine. She's wearing pink cat-eye glasses. She's got a black chef's apron on and she's running back and forth to prep takeaways while I set up. She's got a real go-getter energy about her. I was working in the airport and you know who walked in in the store? Menu? Oh, really? <laughs> if you're not into reality TV, that's one of the judges on My Kitchen Rules. I'm decided I'm going to leave and I decided everything. I bought this already. I'm going to start renovating and I met him. I talked to him that I'm going to open the restaurant. And he said, no. I said, why? No, it's so tiring. It's so tiring. 24-7. I have 24-7. She made her case and it was convincing enough that he gave her some advice. Write the business plan. Do this and do that. There. I even invite him. Of course, he's not coming here. But I always dream about my own restaurant to open one day. She's been hosting feasts and celebrations for friends and family for years. In fact, during the nine years when Lele worked in retail management, she started holding the annual Christmas party in her own home. She cooked all the food for her staff of more than 25. And everyone loved it. Everyone loved it. They all telling me, you should open a restaurant, you should open a I, say, I always wanted to, and I will do it one day when I have a chance. So kids are young, you don't do much of it. All you do is for them, for them, you know. Lele grew up in Yangon, which was then the capital of Burma. She got married at 21 and moved to Australia at 22. I came here to Australia since 1988. Back home in 1988, it was a huge, big um, riot there. Burma is totally changes, but we come out before that. They got out at a good time. The Burmese economy had been stagnant since the military took over in 1962. And in 1988, the year that they left, there was a massive student-led uprising. And the military crackdown on that was brutal. About 3,000 people were killed, 3,000 people were sent to prison, and another 10,000 people fled the country. My husband they had a family here, so we get married and we always um, thinking of getting out from the country, which is, is come from my father, that my father was educated in London, and he's an a artist, a, what do you call it, dancer and stage performer. And then he has to come home and do this job and doesn't really go well. So he teach us that every time you have a chance, get out of here. That's how he said it. We, we live in almost a socialist, communist that kind of thing. So our aim is to, um, our goal is to get married, go to Australia because his brother's here. So they sponsored us and we both came, me and my husband came. We came here, $1,000 with husband and wife. 1000 Australian dollar that my mother-in-law gave it to me. I start from there. Do I come all the way this? So how did she get here after raising two kids and working nine years in retail management? So I, here I am turning 50s and a bit of life changing. And I said, look, 
I'm gonna drop what I did and I will do my uh, follow my dream. So I did it. My life's totally changing. I decided I'm gonna do it. I will do it, and here I am. That is so cool. So can you give me the background of what what was happening in your life? What changed that that made you? To... Okay. Um, did you smell that? Beautiful. Yeah. Lele's daughter Cassandra has just put a bowl of mohinga in front of me, which is the Burmese national dish. And we'll talk more about that in a minute. But you might have noticed there was a, a slight diversion there. I was a little bit audacious, and when Lele came back, I asked her about it again. Yeah, I was just telling my daughter that. Well, what did I say that? Okay. I got married and back home, and I came here, and then I have my two kids, and uh, we both, uh, me and my husband, that you know, b- both becoming a middle age crisis, and marriage broke up. She was so down. She decided she needed to do something she loved to turn things around. The whole family came together and supported her. They supported me a lot. Lele teamed up with her sister-in-law, who's a chef. She had worked for 11 years as a chef at St. George Boat Club, specializing in Western food. That skill set made a massive difference. Lele is a traditional cook, but her sister-in-law had the skills in presentation, quality control. She was able to transform the food. My brother and sister-in-law, they supported me. What I want to do, everything, they just um, money financially, whatever I wanted. they all behind me that helping. They team up with me, let's do this. And all, the, all along, my kids are supporting me. In fact, when I arrive at the restaurant, it's Lele's daughter, Cassandra, who's there to greet me. She's working the cash register today, but Cassandra's actually the talent behind the whole look and feel of the restaurant. The space has a really modern, elegant look to it. The walls and tables are bright white, but it still has this warmth to it. There's a collection of small clay pots on one wall. On another wall, there's little glass jars of colorful spices in a raw wood frame. She designed it right in the middle of her year 11 exam week. I tell her what I want, nice and clean and clear. And she designed it. She designed the signage as well. They look at it, oh, we love it. We love the font, that beautiful. How much you pay for design? Uh, She made it. So who, you? And she was with the school uniform. So you made that? And he said, yeah. I said to them, you can give her a job if you like. (laughs) The two kids translated the whole menu for Lele as well. Food and family have always been intertwined for her. She's now lived in Australia longer than she's lived in Burma. My time is more here than over there. I always know that my place is here. But when it comes to food and cooking, Burma is where her passion began. It's come from the blood, you know. My mother loved food and she cooked. And, and then when I get married, then my mother-in-law loved food and we cooked together too. So as a Burmese girl, that is, that's what you do. Her mother owned a little shop selling mohinga. It's the Burmese national dish. You eat it for breakfast and she sold it every morning. It's a sort of fish stew with flavors of lemongrass and other spices. Fish, peas, and the vermicelli uh, noodle go with that. And egg and the crispy um, peas are condiment that we add on. The cooking was a tradition passed on by the women of the family and outside the family too. 
When I was young, I lived with my mother, how, how she cooked, I look at it. And then I lived with my auntie. There's a maid that cooked the cook at home, and I help her. She's getting older and older, and she doesn't want to get out. I went for shopping. I came home. I cooked. I let her sit down. And she telling me on the back that, put that, you know, crush this. And no, don't put that yet. You know, that's, that's how, it's, uh, since 12, 13, I'm cooking. So like I say, the food, I love the food. Whatever I eat, that is, if I like it, I have to make it my own. Do you cook other types of food when you're not here? Or? Yes, of course. My kids is born in here. they Aussies. They don't eat those. They eat it sometimes, occasionally. But going on these, nowadays the kids, it's healthy way that, oh my, I need a protein, more protein. I need this. We got more, a lot of carbohydrate that we eat. So for them, it's, you know, cutting down. Fortunately, there's a lot of other people who really do have a hankering for Burmese food. Always the um, worries that, uh, can we make it, can we make it? It's within the seven months that I can tell we're really doing well. I have non-stop cooking, takeaway, food ordering, catering, and people here. It's Friday, Saturday, Sunday is packed. I have no table to give if walked in without booking. There have been some challenges, of course. This is existing Indian restaurant. Oh, my gosh. It's this, you walked in and it's dirty and everything was collapsed and we have to do a lot is uh, i we spend more than what we expected and this is always happen yeah i made a mistake on a weekend i open oh my god a lot of people i don't know foods are flying in the kitchen i can't come out people want me where is lele i want to see her because they don't get the table and I said, oh, my God, I'm not coming out. It's a bit of chaos that first week. And as in community, uh, lots of news come out. Ah, uh, they waiting too long. Ah, uh, the food was not that good. And so-and-so, you know, criticizing a lot. But I come and, you know, that is it. This is opening for myself that is testing. You know, I never had a restaurant before. All the criticism and, you know, um, I take it, I take it, and whoever loves it, they keep coming. Yeah. I have local that keep coming twice a week at least. If they're not coming, they ring up and take away order. What's your secret to, to um, not taking things personally? Ah, uh, this is me. I'm the person that uh, always, not only the criticism, everything, whatever's happened, I know myself it will be over. It doesn't last long. I didn't keep my feeling too, too long. I get over it. And every morning that I wake up and come and cook, that I forget about the whole world until I go home. I wanted to introduce um, Burmese cuisine to everybody. So if you're like me and you've never tried Burmese food before, here's the basics. We are between India and Thailand. Burma is. So we got influence from India, from curries and from Thailand that salads and meat, the way that we cook the meats are similar, but slightly different. Not as spicy as in Indian curries and not as sweet as in Thai curries. So we are in between. So do you have anything on this menu that you've made up? Yes, it's, it's something like uh, creamy prawns curry. Okay, prawns that Burmese people cook very well done. Your, our prawn has to be hard and oily, you know, like 
in an oil, like almost a fry, but it's really hard. But prawns supposed to be eating that, you know, very less amount of cooking. If it is other uh, national decom, they don't know, they won't get used to that prawn. So what I do was both fish and prawns that I grilled it first, and then I make a base of the uh, curry base with the tomato. I only make the gravy pre-cooked, and the fish and prawns that I grilled it and chuck it in the sauce. It's beautifully. Those are I created. Lele grew up in Yangon, which used to be the capital of Burma. But the Burman kitchen menu incorporates dishes from all over the country, including from ethnic minority groups. I asked Lele to recommend some food for a newbie to the restaurant. Other than the Mohinga, Mohinga yeah. Which I yeah. Remember how to say yeah. Um, what would you suggest? I introduced them. The first of all, that. that school prawns thing that you're going to get. Yeah. That is famous one, and I love it. Buttered, um, buttered vegetables. Yeah? Sweet potato leaf, onions, bean sprouts. We butter it, and a bit of school prawns in it. The sauce is the main thing. Tamarind, palm sugar, that kind of thing, that um, chili, garlic in it. So that sauce goes with it. So the punchy and the strong very strong, authentic taste. So I recommend that to start starter. I put that first, and then I tell them, you feel like rice and curry. I'll try our beef curry, which is musiman, nothing to do with, and random, nothing to do with. Our is totally different. So I don't use coconut cream at all. Yeah, coconut cream is only the laksa we have. Yeah, that's the only coconut cream we do. Yeah. As in, and another one is another salad, the dash of coconut we put in. Yeah. We our curries that not normally don't use to put coconut at all. So I recommend a beef curry to eat with. So start out with the salad, mm-hmm. or either our steamed banana leaf fish wrap is another popular too. That some people light meal that <coughs> banana fish. Um, bamboo shoots, all the sweets, vegetable I add up together, which is um, mushroom, straw mushroom, yeah, banana blossom in it. So together with rice flour, yeah. we steamed it. So that's interesting too. So this too, I set it, and then I cook the beef curry. Some people want to try a noodle, add into rice and noodle as well. So I have it made here that... Chicken curry fried on an egg noodle is a bit different with the Chinese, a bit different with the Vietnamese. This is spicy stir fry. So that should be enough to get you started. I'm looking forward to going back. There's still so many things I want to try. The Berman Kitchen's at 44 Railway Parade in Granville, but don't forget to book first. Head over to my website at lynettehoffman.com. L-Y-N-N-E-T-E-H-O-F-F-M-A-N.com to find pictures and contact details for the Berman Kitchen. If you want to connect with me on social media or pop me an email, you'll also find details to do that on my website as well. And just so you know what to expect... I'm hoping to post an episode every two weeks if I can. It may not always be possible because I have a full-time job that's unrelated to podcasting, but that's my goal. So make sure you subscribe if you don't want to miss out on any future episodes. Thanks for listening to Beyond the Table.